Hi guys and welcome to the Being Alive podcast, a weird weekly podcast from an even weirder boy. If you haven't already, make sure to check us out on Instagram at the underscore being underscore alive underscore podcast and make sure to follow or subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. Hi guys and welcome to the Being Alive podcast. Um, thank you guys so so much for joining us again on another episode. Um, if you've listened to last week's episode, if you haven't, please go and check that that out. That is the best Christmas songs of all time. A debate with some of your favorites from season one. So definitely go and check that out. We were talking about how it's the end of the year. So yes, it's Christmas, but after Christmas, what's next? New Year's. Um, and we're going to be talking about something today that I think I've had a strong opinion on for about, let's say, the last four years, um, and that is New Year's resolutions. So, as per usual, I'm not alone. I'm joined with a guest co-host. This is a wonderful friend of mine. This is someone who is generally one of the best speakers I think I've ever met. She's smart. She's funny. She's honestly like a whole party by herself um and hi guys this is Savitcha. hi oh my god ivan thank you so much <laughs> so um to dive into things a little bit what do you think about when you hear the term new year's resolutions are you someone who has new year's resolutions do you hate them are you a fan tell me a little bit about your experience about new year's resolutions where do you stand i have new year's revolution resolutions and then Two days after, I don't. It's simple as that. I mean, see, I don't blame you because I was just reading an article for this. They apparently, um, 80% of people who sign up for New Year's resolutions don't carry them through to fruition. 80%. Literally. Um, it's, it's a lot of people. So I think for me, I'm like on the completely different <laughs> spectrum, like other side of the spectrum from this and the fact that I'm not a huge fan of them at all. Yeah. Um, and there are like lots of reasons for this but i think for me and i'm not sure that you agree with me here i don't see the the the, the use of a new year's resolution and i'll mm-hmm. explain why you know a year has 365 days if it's a leap year that's 366 days mm-hmm. <laughs> i listened in primary school <laughs> but um what what always sticks out to me is why wait for an entire year to go by before you decide to make you know a change about something going on in your life yeah i think for me every day is an opportunity where you get to do something you get to reinvent yourself Mm -hmm. you get to make new decisions and i think if you understand that there's a problem or something that's going on you should just sort of fix it then and there rather than wait till january the first to start telling people about your new year's resolution And, you know, also to add to the back of that, I must have seen, and the reason, the thing that prompted me about recording today's episode is I might, must have seen, this probably was an Instagram and it was um, a little post that someone had put out. And it was, um, I think, questions, they must have asked a nurse, sort of questions she'd asked people yep. on their deathbed. And one of the things that they said was there were things that they wanted to do, but they put them off for a long time before they before they do them and lots of the time when people are in that situation they go you know to their deathbed with a thousand and one regrets and yeah i'm not sure that this is necessarily you know new year's resolutions but you know there's this idea that 
I mean, even look at it. This is 2020 coronavirus. There's like, there's so many deaths that have happened this year. There's so many people who might have been waiting for January the 1st to make a change, Mm -hmm. but now they don't have that opportunity. So like I said earlier, to me, it's a bit pointless why you do that. Mm -hmm. So switching gears a little bit. Um, so sorry for everyone listening at home. <laughs> I am probably the world's biggest English literature nerd, but um, <laughs> another issue, another issue that I have with New Year's resolutions is just the word resolutions on its own. Mm. So I have a question for you, Sabitcha. When you what, what usually comes to mind when you hear the word resolution? I guess the root word, a solution. Mm-hmm. Um, something that's going to be miraculously solved. Um, something like that, I guess. But see, you can understand for me as someone who's not a huge fan of resolutions, why even by definition, that's a bit of a problem. Yes, exactly. And I completely agree with you because when you're like, oh, New Year's resolution, it's like, oh, I'm going to miraculously turn into someone new. I'm going to do this, do that, leave my old life behind when it's not as simple as that. Come on now. Come on. (laughs) Um, And it's like, it's like giving people a sense of false hope. And it's like, why is it New Year's? Like you said, it could be like a, it could be like any day in the part of the year. But I think it's the, the same thing the, the whole year throughout. It's just you have to put the effort. You have to do everything. Um, I don't know why it's got a name of New Year's resolution and stuff. You know, New Year, New Me and stuff. But why does it have to be a New Year? You can just improve yourself. It's so cringy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a massive cringe fest. <laughs> new Year, New Me. Ew, no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, every time someone says that in, like, the first week of January, like, my skin crawls. Yeah. And I think also, going back to that, what you mentioned earlier, for me, when you hear, like you said, resolution, there needs to be a solution for something. Well, for me, taking this quite literally, Mm -hmm. for there to be a solution, then you're acknowledging that there is a problem. Mm -hmm. And the life that you live now needs to be fixed meaning Mm -hmm. that it's incomplete meaning that you're doing something wrong and you Mm -hmm. might be doing something wrong but i don't like that connotation of oh well my life is there's something wrong with me Mm -hmm. so i have to fix it Mm -hmm. and then you can understand why that's problematic and i think that leads into the way that like influences feed into new year's resolutions because you see on like instagram stories and stuff oh i'm gonna do x y and z this year new year new me and stuff and then that gives like normal people even though that's not what they're going to do in real life it's just for publicity and social media um Mm -hmm. it's like oh i have to do that i have to be a new year new me you know all of that kind of builds up and stuff you it's like you're reading my mind it's literally the next thing i was about to talk about (laughs) honestly you're 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 wonderful at this. Oh, I think what to, what to also bring up is that a lot of the time when we create, and this is another one of my problems about it, when you create a New Year's resolution, lots of the time we don't create resolutions, A, with the intent of carrying them to fruition or because we need them, but because they're things, A, because everyone's doing one, mm-hmm. and B, what is also the problem is because we've chosen resolutions that we can easily talk to other people about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now... I'm going to say that again for people listening. You're creating a resolution, not because you need something fixed, but because it's something you can tell other people, other people about. And I think that goes back to the thing you were saying about influencers, because a lot of the time, you know, people have so many things going on. If you haven't listened to this, please stop everything you're doing and go and listen to season one episode two altered realities Mm -hmm. social media has become literally an altered reality and people will tell you 
what they feel comfortable sharing. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem I have with New Year's resolutions where I'm not going to tell you what my problem is. I'm not going to tell you what needs to be fixed. I'm not going to tell you my deepest and darkest secrets. I'm only going to share with you what I think is worth talking about. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes what happens is, so I've done this before. The last New Year's resolution I ever did was this maybe, maybe not needed to be done in my life i just said it because i was asked on the spot and i was like oh no i don't mm -hmm. have a news resolution so i had to think about something on the spot and do you can you guess what i said it was so bad well there's a lot of common ones that everyone says i should stop eating chocolate i should get more fit you know oh no no this was this was bad oh. my news my, my last news resolution was and everyone at home please don't cringe I would like to be nicer to people. Ivan, cringing. Can you imagine? Cringing so hard. Can you imagine? And it wasn't, it wasn't like, well, I'd say I'm a fairly nice person, but again, you, that's my you opinion. Are, I'm just saying, you are a fairly nice person. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. But the issue with that is that, again, I didn't, like that year, I didn't have a New Year's resolution, but I was saying it because I felt like I needed to have one. Yeah. I needed to have one, not because I thought that there was something that I needed to fix, even though, like I said, I'm not perfect. I have lots of things that people need to fix and I need to fix as well. But I said it because in that space, I felt the need to have something to say. Mm -hmm. So I said, not what not what I might, might have been dealing with that year or needed to look at, yeah. but what I felt comfortable sharing with other people. Yeah. And when you're talking about influences and stuff, that becomes potentially dangerous yeah. because then you're putting out into the world, you know, resolutions that you know aren't the route to anyone's problems are like very easy very shallow mm -hmm. you know things like oh i want to stop eating chocolate well that's great it's good that you'll stop eating chocolate but then there's things like your mental health that needs to be addressed yeah, so things like exactly. your, your you know your happiness and all of that mm -hmm. but you're not going to talk about that what you're going to talk about instead is you know you need to stop eating chocolate or you want to go to the gym more which is all you know nice and good for you mm -hmm. great i'm so happy for yeah. you but it's not it's not solving any real problems no. i mean again i don't know everyone in the world so again that might be someone's real problem but again these aren't you know deep issues that i think need to be addressed you know what i mean yeah exactly i think like like you said it's very very fake and it's like oh it's i have to have one because you know we're sharing it in class so if i if i go to sixth form in the new years the first question my form tutor would probably ask me is oh what's your new year's resolution and i have to make one up on the spot you know you know and also just to say i think for me this is so let's say hypothetically you do new year's resolutions right? okay okay so you're gonna work with me on this oh one. i am we're gonna we're gonna work. Mm -hmm. great so let's say hypothetically i set a new year's resolution okay why would i go around setting one up well, I would like to think it's because you want to better yourself and improve your mental health. Mm -hmm. I would like to think, but what the reality is, because you want something to talk about with your friends or because you mm -hmm. feel peer pressured into it or because you've seen your influencers do it or because you would just, you know, want something to talk about, I guess. Mm -hmm. And also, in addition to that, um, is that usually New Year's resolutions are long-term goals. Yeah. You know, it's not something that you set out to do by January the 3rd or January the 4th. It's something that you're going to try and aim that probably is going to get done around August to December time. Yeah. It's like a long-term yeah. goal, right? So bearing that in mind, when do you think on average, and ugh, I love researching, I'm so proud of oh, myself. I'm so proud of you. Honestly, guys, it's hard work here. It's hard work here at the Being Alive oh, podcast. I'm so proud of you, um, Ivan. <laughs> 
thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, <laughs> if you bearing that in mind, long term okay. goals. When do you think most people quit their New Year's resolutions? If you had to give me a date in the okay. year, a, a precise date. Precise date. Um, February. I have. I don't have faith in people. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> February twenty third. You are so nice. It's not. Um, this is on a article that I'm reading. I will drop that in the description for the podcast down below. But um, it's predicted that, let's see, most people's New Year's resolutions would um, seize on January the 19th. You're kidding. And I thought I was being mean. Yep. Mm-hmm. January oh. the 19th. So, you know, when I'm sat here and I'm saying I don't really see the use in New Year's resolutions, you know, if millions of people quit on January the 19th, then surely something's not right in this equation. You know, I'm not a mathematician, but something isn't adding up. Exactly, and then it begs the question, what's the point? Because you're going to... Precisely. Because you're going to give it up anyway, so what's the point in doing it and generating false hope for one, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Also, so going back and thinking more widely about, you know, New Year's resolutions and we do them to tell other people. Mm -hmm. I... So all my friends know this. And this is something that, you know, if you... Because again, like not everyone who listens to the podcast know me. There are people who listen to this in America and New Zealand yeah. and all of these amazing countries. I love Honestly, this. Love this if, you, if you listen to the show in, you know, a country that I've... There are countries people listen to the show that I've never even been in. A massive thank you for yeah. this. But anyone who's met me in real life always says this about me and that I'm a very honest person. You are. Um like to the point where it hurts people but this is the reason for it honestly this this is brutal honesty but this is the reason for it i think that all my friends know this where it's don't come and tell me something if you're not ready for my true opinion on it so there are times where people have brought me their new year's resolutions and it's not that i don't have faith in you it's i know you and i know that this isn't going to go anywhere you know and i think for me new year's resolutions if you're gonna do one I'm, I'm not going to do one, but if you're going to do one, go you. But it's a chance for you to have potentially difficult conversations with yourself. Yeah. Find out why you're really doing this. And if it's a good if it's a good reason why you're doing this, you want to better yourself, improve your mental health, improve your physical health, go ahead. We're all here for you. Come on. Kind of like fake and on the surface, like what you like you said, an altered reality kind of reason. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, yeah, it does. <laughs> then <laughs> no honey you need to sit down and we need to talk you know just about it's you mm-hmm. and i think also the back of that this is you know you know anyone who's listened to the show knows that over the seasons i drop a few gems and this is i think one that i'm really proud of when i was planning this. go on for, if, for anyone who makes a new year's resolution i want i want to slightly change what you think about them i want you to start thinking about a new year's resolution as a promise you make to yourself Ooh. That's how I want you to think about Ooh, that's it. And here is why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and there's a reason for this. For me, the most dangerous thing a person can ever do is break the promises you make to yourself. Not the promises you make to your friends, to your families, to your loved ones, the promises you make to yourself. Because then that, that questions your identity, what you stand for, your integrity, and who you are as a person. And I'll explain why. If if you <laughs> thank you so much. If you cannot keep the truth to yourself of all people, then there is there's a problem that just needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think New Year's resolutions, if you're going to do one, do it properly. Make a promise to yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you make a promise to yourself and you carry that promise through 
you know, fruition. That for me is the highest level of self-respect possible. Yeah. You know, and you know, if you're going to make a promise to yourself and you're going to think about addressing issues, like I think genuinely, if you're going to set, make a new year's resolutions, don't do it in the first five minutes of form time or in the conversation, yeah. like take time and sit down and like, think about it. What is there that's going on in my life that I need, not want, need to address? Mm-hmm. Perfect. And then once you've yeah, and then once you've had those conversations, like these aren't these aren't the, you know a resolution is, and this is another thing. It's you looking at every single aspect of your life, even the ones that which you don't want to always talk about because sometimes these things are hard. Yeah. And having that difficult conversation and going actually this is something that i need to change it could be as deep as your new year's resolution doesn't have to be something that you put on social media you share with others it could just be like you said a promise to yourself that you keep within so it might be you have like a toxic relationship or um a bad friendship or you know you you're you're spending too much screen time it's just something within yourself that you want to improve you can do Mm -hmm. that and challenge yourself okay i'm going to take some time away i'm going to put some time into myself and you can do that within yourself you don't the point of new year's resolution I think is to better yourself, not better yourself so other people can see that you're bettering yourself and you know. Come on, say that one more time, one more time. Come on. What did I say? I forgot. (laughs) You said, and honestly, guys, listen to this. She said, New Year's resolutions are to better yourself, not to better yourself so that you can tell other people. That's what I said. Come on. Yeah, so I just think. If you're like I, I think I might do a New Year's resolution this year because you said I, you said you defined what a New Year's resolution is—a promise to yourself. And if I keep that promise to myself, then I'm improving myself, and that's all that should matter to one, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, see, this this is the problem. So I've just pulled up the top ten New Year's resolutions, okay. and I'm just going to read the first five, and it'll 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 follow a certain pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, and these these are these are the top ten New Year's resolutions, and I'm sure you've all someone in your life has said these to you, or if not, yeah, I've probably said them. Number one, exercise uh, more. Number two, lose weight. <laughs> Number three, get organized. Number four, learn a new skill or hobby. Number five, live life to the fullest. Number six, save more money or spend less money. Number seven, quit smoking. Number eight, spend more time with family and friends. Number nine, travel more. Number 10, read. More. I've said all of those except the smoking. <laughs> <laughs> good, 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 mm-hmm. good, good. Um, but see, when you when you look, when you look at all of these ten things, it goes back to what you said at the very start of the episode, which is these are all things that are very easy to tell other. People. It's very superficial as well. Yes, mm-hmm. the, these are these are things where if you, oh, if you tell someone I'm going to exercise, well, that's fine. Like it doesn't, it's not something that that's supposed to hurt you. Yeah. I think for me, you know, when you've chosen a good New Year's resolutions, when a part of you aches because you know that it's true. Yeah. You know, if I was to tell someone, oh, I'm going to read more, that doesn't hurt me. That doesn't bother me. Like, that that's something that I can, like, I could walk up to a random stranger on the street and tell them I'm going to read more. Mm-hmm. And reading more, again, if you want to do that, that's something that you can do. But if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, prioritize New Year's resolutions, that one thing you're going to do at the start of the year, one thing that you'll do once a year, then I don't know if read more is 
such an important decision exactly. that you make the whole year. I think all of these resolutions you can do the whole way throughout. I think you could basically wake up tomorrow and do any of these. Exactly. Tomorrow, Ivan, I'm gonna go to the gym. How about that? Easy, simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think if you designate New Year, the New Year is obviously something very special. It's celebrated by everyone I, I think I presume the whole in the whole world and if you want that mm-hmm. special date to be to mean something then I think your new year's resolution should also mean something long term it shouldn't be something you know lose if you want to lose weight and if that's something beneficial to you go ahead but it shouldn't be something that you're doing for other people you know mm-hmm. yeah um also I want to touch on something as well which is the social validation aspect of um of um, New Year's resolution. Yeah. So for people, for people who, you know, for, for new fans of the show, actually, I hate the word fans. I hate it with such a passion. For new listeners, there of the we show, go. There new we listeners. Go. Um, season one, episode three was through. Episode three was <laughs> an episode completely entitled to New Year's resolutions that was recorded with the Tom and Flo. Um, and on that episode, on, we were talking about you know social validation and how that's a problem for young people, especially in 2020. And I think. Just a brief summary of what social validation is. It's this idea that you're doing something for approval from someone else or typically things that are normally socially acceptable in society. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple idea to get behind. Um, now, the, the reason why that's an issue for New Year's resolutions is, again, I've said a New Year's resolution is a promise that you make to no one else but to yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, every... I think even for young people, it's very difficult because, especially with something like social media, even if you don't want to hear someone's opinion, they will make sure that they are heard. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? So if you're going to publicize your New Year's resolution, um, then then it becomes a problem because some because like we were saying earlier then you won't put out a resolution that means something to mm-hmm. you you're going to put out something that's more comfortable sharing and i think sometimes for you to get any real work done perhaps take the work that you're going to do on yourself off of social media mm-hmm. out of the topics of conversations yeah you know because that again will prohibit how much progress you can make mm-hmm. yeah definitely and i think it's um social media is integral to especially our generation um, and I think most of us have grown up with social media and stuff. So I think taking that to- social media is like a toxic relationship for some. You know, if you just take a break from that toxic relationship and just do something for yourself, I think that sh- is everything that everything everyone should achieve, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, here's another thing. I think it's very important that you're careful who you share your news resolution mm-hmm. with. And I'll explain why. I think a lot of the time, obviously, I don't know the full breakdown in this, but I'm sure that's a, one key reason why that 20% of people who are able to keep their news resolutions to the end are usually people with a good support system. Yeah. Um, uh, and the reason why I think support systems are very important is, uh, you know, this is topical. This just happened. So last this week, Thursday, I um, put did you know uh sponsor silence at school and it was very interesting for me to look at because what happened was there are people and this happens this is just one scenario i mean these were just a bunch of 16 year olds all being annoying and i'm sure it's not the summary for the entire world what i ended up happening was that so whoa what i ended up seeing was that there were very two different schools of thoughts there were people who were going to help other people carry on their silences and there were other people who were there to either break people's silences or point out every little flaw yeah 
And I think that and literally a, your kind of sponsored silence is a microcosm of the world. Mm-hmm. It, there are people there that are... Lord of the Flies terminology. Oh, yes. Love that. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> um there are some people there who are there to boost you along and i'm mm-hmm. i'm incredibly sorry to say this but those people are very 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 rare and seldom to find in our world mm-hmm. so i think mm-hmm. this is a very conservative mindset but i do want to put it out there but I'm, I'm i don't support conservatives but i feel like all human beings are innately kind of selfish you know all of that so they do everything they do to um boost their own self but ridicule mm-hmm. others yeah. and that's something i believe it may not be what other people believe that's something i believe is an innate sense of a human you know it's true 100 100 and i think a lot of the time but if you're you know you're in a situation where you can ridicule other people's um new year's resolutions then you know it begs the question you know i don't mind being your therapist what's what's going what's going on in the inside what, what have you got that you're you're not you're not deciding to i change, think there's a, that it's a very common thing that people who are bullies or who do make fun of other people aren't happy with themselves and i think that's completely true mm-hmm. like and i think also no no you keep going sorry. no you go i've been <laughs> thank you sorry about that i think also <laughs> off the back of that what ends up happening is that um a lot of the time so if you you know if you're in a situation where you're not prepared to be honest with yourself it's much more easier to ridicule someone who is in that position yep. to be honest with themselves and change things and i think again if someone is in a position to make a mature um new year's resolutions and they're comfortable enough to tell you about that then your one responsibility is just, just be there to help them out yeah and it, you know? and it's hinting at like a jealous admiration if you get what i mean that people yeah. have for people who are honest with themselves and that's why i think it's dangerous for yourself not for like the world but dangerous for yourself and your mental health to put something on social media that you feel passionate about or you feel that it's it's a very um kind of close to you you know because mm-hmm. you are putting it out there to be to be judged you know social media you're putting it out there to be judged to be um commented on and whether it be good judgment or bad judgment you have to take both because you are you are taking responsibility and putting something out there you know no one's coercing you to put something out there Mm -hmm. so if if you're not ready to take that responsibility and i'm not sometimes ready to take that responsibility if i put something out there i would keep it within myself and if i'm if i'm true to myself i would keep it within myself and not let myself be ridiculed because sometimes if you're honest and you let yourself be ridiculed you're just, just going to turn into them because of all the pain and everything that you felt mm-hmm. this is getting too yeah. deep wow it's getting real deep but these these are the kind of conversations that you know we love having on the show yeah and i think one of the reasons why it's important for this is a young people's podcast the, the audience for this show is primarily young people and the reason why i think it's so important for us to be having these conversations is because i think sometimes you have to hear other people tell you things that you're not ready to tell yourself Ooh. and there it's true and i think there are times where some of the conversations that there are conversations that i've had with people um, and the reasons why I remember those conversations is not because that they were nice to me or they were they were great or I loved them or I enjoyed them, but it's because 
it was someone who was in a position to just tell me outrightly exactly what they thought about yeah. me. Um, not not to like be awful or anything, but I'll explain. So some of my friends, one of my closest friends, um, this is someone who will tell you about yourself and just wouldn't care about yeah. it. And the reason why I think this person is so great is because sometimes, especially when you're creating New Year's resolutions, if you're unsure, it's helpful to have someone who is also who can give the outside perspective. Yeah. Because, you know, it's great to say, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. But sometimes, especially with New Year's resolutions, a reason why they're also really difficult to maintain is sometimes we're unrealistic yeah. with ourselves. It's like, it's saying... So I must have been listening to this really amazing podcast um, under construction with Tamar Braxton. It's a really great podcast. And she was talking about how, um, she was talking about, I think this episode was about weight loss and was saying that someone would say, oh, I'm going to lose hundred pounds or 200 pounds. And it's like, well, in the space of a few months, you can't really do that, yeah. can you? So I think it's Baby really helpful. Baby steps, baby steps. And I think one of the reasons why people get discouraged all the time, besides not having a really great um, support system, is that you set yourself a New Year's resolution that is way too yeah. difficult. So, for instance, let's say you want to go to the gym three mm-hmm. times a week. I don't know who I am to be talking about gyms, let's but let's just say, yeah. hypothetically, mm-hmm. let's just say, you might say, okay, I might want to. What times do I have free in the week? Oh, look. Tuesday afternoons and Thursday afternoons, I'm not doing anything. Let's say I'm going to go to the gym for an hour on a Tuesday afternoon and then an hour on a Thursday afternoon. Start off small. Mm-hmm. Or every other week. Or a Tuesday here, a Thursday there. Start off then. Then after a few months, you can say, okay, this is really good. I'm really liking yeah. it. Um, I'm going to see if I can go for an hour and a half next mm-hmm. week. Then maybe next time you're going to say, let's see if I could do both Tuesdays yeah. and Thursdays. Then you're saying, actually, on a Saturday afternoon, I have this spare, you know, two hours in which I'm not really doing much. Let me do that. And that's how you 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 do baby steps and you have a realistic yeah. goal that you can achieve. Um, something that I've always done, and this is this is something that I think is really helpful, is when you're creating um, a goal, and this is something that's always driven me insane, which is sort of saying, I want to achieve X. Sometimes when you look at a problem or an aim or a goal in its full form, it's very yeah. overwhelming. I think sometimes you have to break it down and sometimes you have to analyze it and see what can I get done it's realistically. Like, then you will Yeah, get it's like not knowing how to swim and then just jumping into the deep end, you know? Precisely. Yeah. You're gonna drown. Honey, start at the shallow end, you know, just do a few like doggy mm-hmm. paddles, let's get there. And then maybe eventually your end goal will be the deep end. But you know, baby steps, do- doggy paddle, then a little backstroke, then a front crawl, then a breaststroke, then maybe you can get there, you know? My swimming mm-hmm. terminology is coming also- out right now. <laughs> wonderful. Look at you go. Look at you, <laughs> you go. Me up too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's all honesty like you're smashing it here i think also the other reason why i think new year's resolutions are well, <laughs> new year's resolutions are so great is because and, and are, are also really hard is that you're, what you're doing is you're not making a one of change you're making yeah. a habit and what a habit means is that you've taken something that you've done for the last 10 years 12 years and you're going i've decided that i'm not going to do this anymore and what you're doing is that you're essentially retraining a part of your brain exactly and one of people's greatest fears whether people like to hear it or not is change you know and shifts 
and you know that's why moving house is scary and stuff and maybe your habit your changing habit might not be on that big of a scale but it is something you change on your day-to-day routines and that is that can be really scary you know and for some people holding on to you know what we like and our daily routines is very very important so changing that is scary and i respect people who change that and it's also a big I said change way too many times. <laughs> Do you know what one of the best things that someone has ever told me? Um, I got told, and this is why I think I sympathize with people who, and listen, if you're going to do a New Year's resolution, don't expect to never break or never fail. Yep. Like, like, don't, also don't get yourself into this. Oh, this isn't a piece of advice, by the way, <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> don't, don't also do this thing where, you know, you, you failed once and it's like, that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm never gonna lose this weight or i'm never gonna read more i'm never gonna mm-hmm. um quit doing x y or z like if you failed once that's fine carry it up again next week or in a, or tomorrow you know give yourself time to sort of grieve that process now the reason why i understand and I, i'm really for picking yourself up and why news resolutions are so difficult is because of this is the piece of advice and i'm about to say it now right, one on. of the best things that someone ever told me was one of the things that human beings value the most is consistency yeah and i'll explain why a lot of the time like i was saying when you're a new year's resolution isn't a one of change it's a long-term goal meaning that you're building a new habit you one of the things that we need is consistency and the reason is consistency means um you know safety it means predictability it means routine and those are things that are very that are a core part of just the human mindset it's something that's so ingrained into who we are as human beings yeah and we need routine and we need structure and we need predictability because even when you're going back like to the very dawn of like creation or whatever human beings have always needed um you know if you're if you're a scientist you know about fight or flight systems where you, you have to be able to make really quick decisions and you know stability and and um what's the word i'm looking for stability and um consistency bring safety mm-hmm. that's as simple as it is yeah and sometimes your brain will resist you yeah it's, and it's human's nature to be safe and you can't blame yourself yeah precisely i think as well as if you're not consistent with something the best way i'd like you to think about it is i'm consistent at doing a so what I'd like to do is become less consistent in doing that and become even more consistent doing B. Yeah. Rather than saying, oh, because I'm not doing, I'm not consistent at this new hobby that I've decided to do because of a New Year's resolution, I'm not a consistent person. Yeah. No. Because even even without thinking, we all have habits that we do without thinking about. And that in itself is consistency. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. I'm someone who talks a lot. That is consistency yeah. because it's a habit that I have. Yeah. I am someone who eats people- a lot and that's a consistency because that's a habit I have. Precisely. So <laughs> If you have a New Year's resolution, <laughs> if you have a New Year's resolution that you break, it doesn't mean that you're not a consistent person. It means that there is something else that you're even more consistent at. So yep. it's switching those tactics. I'm sure everyone has heard about transferable skills. I haven't. This is this is okay. So transferable skills are basically where, um, let's say you're trained in doing A, B, or C. Okay. Um, and you want to start doing D now. Mm-hmm. Lots of the time people think, oh, because I've never done D before, there is no way 
there's no i'm gonna have to relearn anything once no maybe in abc you were needed to be a maybe in a you were needed to be a team worker and you can take that transferable skill into d that's how people are so um successful where you might not know a lot about a particular field of interest but because you have those transferable skills you're on time you're a hard worker you're a good researcher you can take those skills you're persuasive you are conversation you know how to lead a conversation you can take those skills that you already know and apply them into a new situation i think that and that link sorry no sorry i think that links into how universities and jobs work so people do like um engineering degrees and then go into law and people do accounting degrees and then go into teaching and childcare. you know it's like mm -hmm. you growing up everyone kind of is taught the same or similar skill sets with school and i don't know how education and growing up works on other parts of the world but in england you know um secondary school primary school and then college six one apprenticeship work whatever you do everyone has the same kind of skill set and all you need to do is hone that into the particular area or particular focus Mm -hmm. And I think that's on a large scale, but it's literally if you shrink that, that's all you need to do for like a, a habit, a habitual change or, um, you know, a new hobby that you want to try out. So say I'm reading. I like reading. That's what I do. Um, and I want to start playing the piano or like the concentration level is something that is shared between Precisely. Write, um, writing a piano <laughs> playing a piano and reading <laughs> a book and reading um i don't play the piano but reading i guess um is something you you need to read notes on when you play piano but you also read words and you play piano and concentration is something that's shared and i think people can't this is a bit of like a positive mental health talk here but people mm -hmm. can't discourage it. themselves and i think it's really important people need to realize that i you know have faith in themselves i have the abilities to do this i just need to hone it to this department you know precisely and also so for instance transferable skills let me give you let me give you an example so i trained as a debater so fun fact so yeah. and i met at a debating competition, and then we became like, best friends <laughs> like that was that was how many years ago three years i think ago, i was maybe? in year I nine in, you were in year nine yeah. i was in year eight so i'm in year 11 now. Three, years. three years wow <sighs> we've only three years i've been <laughs> insane three years but before that before i asked i must have been debating for two years and then i got into public speaking again similarities but i think about them as you know two very different you know worlds but they are transferable skills that you're able to pick up from debating such as you know being able to talk in front yeah. of an audience being able to articulate yourself take those transferable skills and put them into public speaking and the reason why i found public speaking really well not easier was because there were things that i knew that instead of approaching it as something because it comes to something completely different and learning everything mm -hmm. from scratch i went what do i already know that i can put yeah. into this field and that's the exact same thing you need to do with the new, new year's resolution when you're building a habit it's okay let's see i'm very good at talking a lot <laughs> Sorry, I'm just talking about myself here. Let's do something else. I'm really good at playing the piano. It means I have high concentration levels. Take that to what Sabitra was saying earlier. Someone might also be really good at reading. You'd also need a high concentration level for that. So it's being able to go concentration, concentration, time yep. management, time management, draw parallels. And don't, 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 a lot of people find, you know, like planning and writing things up very very mm. easy not easy but very very useful in, in doing seeing it all things. on one sheet of paper seeing it all on one yeah. sheet of paper 
like there's there's no one right way to go around finding your new or planning your new year's resolutions sometimes i'm someone who i like to talk through everything so that's how i how i get these mm-hmm. things done there are other people who like to write extensive lists there are people who like to mind yep. map there are people who like to watch a bunch of like youtube yep. videos or whatever and then see what works for them and i think don't don't get yourself in this scenario where a new year's resolution like we we're saying earlier something that i have to you know I have to get done ASAP because like I was saying earlier, January the 19th, there's an, the, the article that I'm reading refers to it as quitter's day, January the 19th. And I think for me, one of the, one of the things that, that also, this is going really deep, that also prevents, you know, the 20% from joining everyone else on quitter's day that January the 19th is the fact that preparation is just the way to go about these things. You know, you know, if like, for instance, if someone's goal is to lose weight, yeah. um, you know, after Christmas, you know, they're going to start stocking up uh, um, more healthy food or they're going to healthier food or they're going to, um, you know, start drinking more water or they're, they're going to start preparing. So when January the 1st begins, boom, they're ready. They're set. Yeah. They can go. Take that to someone who, you know, it's Christmas. They still got a lot of Christmas food around and there's lots of Christmas food in the shop still. And they decided to go and treat themselves till December the Mm -hmm. 31st. They're going to have a much bigger issue because think about it logically. On January the 1st, there's all that food in the fridge and you're going to say, I can't let it go off or what a waste. And then you find yourself exactly in square one where it's like, oh, I haven't been prepared. Exactly. Then you have a problem. You know, and there's something else I really want to delve into a little bit, actually, is when we're talking about, you know, New Year's resolutions. Um, this is this is the problem as well that I have with New Year's resolutions is sometimes, sometimes um, we look at a resolution as, you know, like a final destination, yeah. like an end point. When what you have to realize is that you're not you're, like human beings aren't perfect you're never going to run out of things to improve yeah. yourself on it's like the common saying you learn a new thing every day and and okay. you the don't you know. achieving when oh you're it's like my mom says this thing to me you know being the brown mom that she is love her but she's <laughs> like if i stop if i'm like okay today's my free day i'm not learning anything she'll be like oh so you've got your university degree then and i'll be like okay mom okay and then i get a book to read or something you know so I think she, she likes to reinforce the fact that you never stop learning and there's always something that you can learn. And that's the same path that someone needs to take when they're trying to achieve a new goal. So you've got to that goal, but okay, yes, what can I do to push myself forward? Or, or is there another journey that I want to take, you know? there's ne- Your journey doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. And it's like Gandhi once said, I think, I'm going to get this quote wrong. If you were to look, no learn as if you were to come on oh, okay wait hold up learn learn <laughs> as if you were to live forever live as if you were to die tomorrow boom come on come on she's I on am. fire today <laughs> so gandhi said that quote and it's a quote i really live by or i, or I try to live by um you know you don't you never this is going to get really deep really quickly but you never know life's too short to you know waste time you know so mm-hmm. get up put your shoes on do your goal and then do another goal and then try to achieve everything you want yeah um you know <laughs> there's there's one last thing that i actually want to get into um and 
this is something that I think is very difficult for lots of young people to, to you know, think about and talk about, is realizing again i'm someone who i'm not a huge fan of news resolutions but i i if someone you know if someone was to carry it out to fruition because it's important to them it's meaningful it's something that they can get done it's realistic then i can mm-hmm. back that with and i respect that mm-hmm. but but the the other thing that i think as well is not being this this goes back to the whole social validation part of it as well is that a lot of the time um not being able to carry out your new year's resolution is always seen as a sign of mm-hmm. weakness and because of that people don't reach out when they need yep. help with the yep. resolution that's why that goes back to what we were saying earlier about having a good support yep. system so if you're going to tell anybody about your new year's resolution make sure it's not you know because you want to have something to say but because there are people who can help you but- like if you're struggling or going through a rough patch you want to have people around you who can say all right what what can we do next what's your next step what's the next day you're going to the gym what's the next novel you're going to read how did you find this you know that that's what you need yeah exactly and i think you know having asking for help is a weakness that sort of kind of taboo is just a it's it's just a social contract and contract construct there we go social construct and i'm all all for breaking boundaries and breaking social constructs because it's kind of like the thing with men's mental health you know um men masculine men shouldn't ask for help all of that because they should be able to take care of themselves well no we're all human you know you're giving me very Candace Owens oh my god I, mm-hmm, let's not oh. get on that oh it was hilarious it was only because and the reason why I, I found it hilarious and also the reason why I think you know Stirring any sound of weakness when people criticize it as hilarious is because this is this is this is the this is how I sort of like to think about it. Um <laughs> when when you have a weakness, it's not a sign of you not being strong in anything at all. You know, weaknesses actually are a way for people to yeah. learn and uh, and, and it's just a part of being it's a human work. being. And also, you know, and if someone has a weakness, it's that's honestly it's just when people that goes again back to what I was saying earlier about how I just love to be certain people's therapists. Yes. You know, if you're going to criticize other people for having a weakness, you know, sit down. What's, yeah, what's going on inside? Talk about it. Come look. on. Yeah. What's going on in there? You know, do you want to, you want to have a chat? You know, and I think, I think as well as reaching out for help is something that is so taboo in society. Mm-hmm. And that's again goes back to things like, you know, the reason why mental health in this country is so bad and the reason why, you know, people, people are struggling with all, you know, sorts of personal yep. issues um and aren't able to talk about that because we then have this you know taboo of um if you if you have you know if you if you need to reach out for something then it means that you're not strong enough or you're not capable and i think we as a generation need to break that stigma it's like mm-hmm. it's it's honestly utter stupidity um because so i think acknowledging that you're suffering is one of the biggest strengths and I commend that so much because loads of people and I don't blame them, loads of people including myself, I am guilty of this hide behind like the facade that I'm not struggling, it's fine I'll just push it away but when you break open that facade and acknowledge yourself that oh I am going through something and I need to find help to better myself, that is the biggest strength, you know of a human being and that is very commendable so i think as a generation you know gen z we're very powerful um we need to break the stigma around mental health and stuff and i think Mm -hmm. we've kind of i've kind of gone on to off topic here but i think linking it back to new year's resolutions 
like if you're it's kind of like the social all of the social media back again um if you say oh i'm doing this for someone else or i'm doing this for you just sit down think about yourself and think about what you're doing and i think that that's mm-hmm. that's honestly key to this whole idea of new year's resolutions think about your um, priority in this situation mm-hmm. and then yeah you'll be fine go off and fly in the world <laughs> so um this is the part that I, that like i always like find really difficult at the end of like eh. these are the things that i find really difficult during episodes because we could sit here and have like a chat yeah. about this for ages but you know final closing comments mm-hmm. final closing comments um and here's one question that i'd have okay. to ask you so for someone who is considering oh am i gonna make a new year's resolution this year or i'm not a fan mm-hmm. of new year's resolutions or um i'm not entirely sure what i need why why i need to you know have one what would what would be like your one piece of advice to them oh good question i think have to be the day you make a resolution i think if you mm-hmm. if you because new year's is nearing it's in less than a month and if you yeah. think that you want if you get yourself together and you think that you want to plan something and you want to get better with yourself it doesn't have to be new year's it can be i don't know the second of february or the fourth of july oh don't care you know but i think like you said earlier on and that's something that's going to stick with me for the rest of my life so you've made an impact on my life ivan Um, thank you the fact that you shouldn't make a promise to yourself um about what you're going to do and i think if you're true to yourself then you'll be fine and i think the only person it's like if someone would like cheat in a test then you're you're mm-hmm. the only person you're actually cheating is yourself because the test is a test that I've learned that is the test is a, is something to show you of how much I have learned and to, and to help you in the future. So lying to yourself, I think, is one of the worst things ever. Um, and just be true to yourself and have fun with life. Life is too short. It's too, too short. short. Yes, one thing that I also like to say is that, also going um, along with what you were saying earlier, is that you know, like I like we like you also just mentioned, the New Year's resolution is a promise that you make to yourself. And like I'll repeat this again: the promises, the most dangerous thing you can do, and I will not stop saying this, is the promises is like is breaking the promises that you make to yourself. Um, And I think also of the back of that, you know, New Year's resolutions aren't. The reason why people do them isn't because, or the reason why people are supposed to do them isn't because um, you're doing it for fun, but it should be because you want to address something yeah. in your life. And th- th- going back to what you were saying earlier as well, you, there will always be excuses yeah. for you to quit. There will always be excuses for you to quit. New Year's resolutions as well is also about yeah. resilience. Because think about it. Last year, 2020, there are people who had New Year's resolutions and they broke them because of all sorts of things. COVID happened. People got out mm-hmm. of work. People, you know, were at yeah. home. There were lots of, like, there will, there will always be, maybe 2021, we won't have a pandemic, but, you know, there might be something else that might happen that might stop yeah, you from... Yeah, there's always going to be something. Um, there will always be something to stop you. And the reason why New Year's resolutions, and I honestly commend anyone who's ever carries them out to fruition and really, really gets yeah. what they want because it's something that's meaningful towards them, is because it's resilience. And that's the only way you'll get anything, anything that you that that you'll ever want. And this is something that I've stood by for mm-hmm. as long as I can remember. And anyone who knows me personally will, will tell you this that. For me, like 
I, I honestly don't care what you tell other people. I couldn't care mm-hmm. less. What I do care about is letting what you do, letting your hard work speak for mm-hmm. itself. And I, we were saying this in, again, season one, episode three, social validation episode. Someone shouts fire about how, you know, you might not be the smartest person in the room, the prettiest person in the room, the most talented. What sets you apart is your achievements and what you can do, what you can offer and bring to Action the table. Actions speak louder You're than words. Actions will yeah. always speak louder than work. Your, your 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 hard work will always speak for you. And in something like New Year's resolutions, you may not have the flashiest New Year's resolution in the world. It can be the most simple down to It could be as simple as I want to make my bed every day. You know, as simple as go. that. There you go. But what's important is not whether or not anyone else thinks it's worth sharing, but what that one goal means mm-hmm. to you and how on earth you're prepared to carry yep. it along. And that's if there's anything that I want you to take away from today is it's just it's just like focus, make New Year's resolutions that are meaningful to you, and it isn't anyone else's business but yeah. your own. And if you're going to tell other people, make sure that it's someone who or it's a group of people who are there to act as a support mm-hmm. system for you. All right. So this is what I say at the end of every single episode since the very first episode recorded all the way back in April, and um, it's December now, Ooh, and the wrong um, way. it is long way um you know <laughs> conversations are this is sabitra and i just literally sat here yeah. and had a conversation conversations are the way that we can grow you can learn mm-hmm. more about things it's like sabitra like literally tossed me so many gems oh today. thank you and you th- too honestly, but we wouldn't we wouldn't have had those that that exchange without having a conversation yeah. and you know conversation for me is the best we can sort of know what a person mm-hmm. is like um and i think as well as that is you know the reason why i think conversation is so powerful is if you want to implement any real change in the world the best the best we can go around doing yeah. is that by talking to people like every single person's voice matters yeah. and you have to understand that you know it you don't have to be standing in front of the UN for, to, for you to feel like your yeah. voice matters. It can be at the kitchen table, it can be in your friendship group. What's important is that you feel like you have an outlet exactly. to share your story and your truth. And that's always very, very important. So from us guys, thank you guys so, yeah. so much for joining us um, this week um, for another episode of Being Can Love I just podcast. say, Ivan, I've yeah. loved your podcast from the start. I've always been a massive, massive, massive supporter um oh, i wanted so to much. i want every, uh, people in every single country in the world to listen to this podcast because it's absolutely amazing you inspire me so much ivan um from from <laughs> the first debate that you defeat uh, that i defeat you defeated me in um <laughs> to the debates we've had on texting and stuff like that we had debates every day <laughs> Um, you inspire me so much but just thanks for being a good friend to me and thanks for thanks for i'm i'm saying thanks on behalf of everyone listening for your little precious gems that you spread across the world thank you so 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 much honestly like today's episode has been such a blast like i've enjoyed it so much fun thank you it's been it's been so fun and honestly for those of you guys listening at home i really really hope that you take something yeah. away from this habitual like i said at the beginning of the episode is one of the best speakers i think i've oh, ever thank met you so much. like every everything that she says literally it hits the nail on the head and like we we're saying we've literally just had a conversation yeah. so here's what i'm gonna say this is this is what it's currently 4 30 today uh, 4 30 on yeah. saturday now We've just had a conversation and I want you guys to take away from this is that you can have your own conversations after this. What I'm going to say is today, sometime this week, I want you to 
put time aside and have a conversation about something that means a lot to you and i think that's incredibly important mm-hmm. so honestly i think i i literally can't stop saying this because like so richard just said this this podcast has been around since april and i don't think i get to say thank you enough to you guys and i really want to say a massive thank you to everyone who listens to the show from day one you guys are amazing <laughs> and you know for more amazing brilliant content um and for more amazing episodes um make sure that you keep up with the show if you haven't followed us on instagram again it's at the underscore being underscore live underscore podcast and honestly guys thank you guys so so much and see you again next week for a brilliant episode from us here the being on live podcast a weird weekly podcast from an even weirder boy bye, bye. guys